I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. And today we want to give you some realistic tips to handle stress and anxiety and all those feelings in the moment. Okay, but not before we do our highs, lows, and goals because I've been waiting for this one for a week. I've had this locked and loaded for a week and I wasn't able to say it in the last episode because it was a guest episode. But this, I want you guys to know that my high of the week has been pre planned. Okay. With my group project group for um, oh one of my like classes, we have group project group. We're sitting there, we finish all our work. We're waiting for our class to start. One of the kids in the group, it's lunchtime. He gets Popeyes. I'm like, I've never had Popeyes. He's like, I insist. Like, please, like take a piece. Please try it. Take like, it. You have to. You genuinely have to try. It. Like, blasphemous that you've never tried Popeyes. I'm like, I'm not. I don't like. Don't make me eat your food right now. That's that's yours. Like, I'm not gonna take that from you. He insisted. I, guys, I had Popeyes. <laughs> it was the craziest experience. And what do you I, think? It's I, like in our student center. There's just like a Popeyes. Yeah. I mean, I just, had it. It was definitely like good. Yeah. So well, it's like I've I'm never so had for the experience. I don't. I've just never grown up having like fast right, food and right, stuff right, that right, often. Right. But people get surprised like about Chick Fil A too, and I'm like, Chick Fil A is honestly one I would either. try because don't they have. Like that's what grilled I said. chicken and that's things. That's literally what I said. Like, I, I would try Chick-fil-A, but Chick-fil-A. for me, it's all, it's the fast food. Yeah, it's the, like, nutrition of a lot of it, that, I, but it's also just, like, the quality. Like, I've just never been drawn to It was, like, that. not that I knew the, knew the nutritional quality, but it, like, wasn't... The chicken itself didn't taste... The chicken itself tasted, like, good. No. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, the, the quality yeah, yeah, of whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Like, no I'm just matter personally what not the, a fast food yeah. person. Like, yeah. we've grown, our parents weren't fast food people. Like, yeah. we didn't grow... You know what I mean? So, I feel like I would never... I have absolutely that, no I, judgment or shame for, like, friends or anyone else that does. And, like, I would easily try it when I'm with other people, but it's just not something right, that so I've I'm ever grown up with. my high of the week is yeah. that I tried Popeyes yeah. and that my group project group... Honestly, it's, like, I love group projects because sometimes, like, you get a good group and they're just, like, it's fun. But so grateful for the opportunity to try Popeyes. It I was do no because of... then this is why it's pre-planned because okay. then we were talking about the podcast and then it came up and we we're like this has to be the high of the week and it was it really was my high of the week. It I was also that. like I don't know a Thursday. It was cold. Hadn't washed my hair in a few days and I'm like not this, now. So not like, the attention on me. No, no, no. So I'm saying like it was already like it was a low of the week. Like oh. I was in my low of the week and that just picked it right up to a high of the week. That's exciting, right? I do like when. You have those classes where you, like, kind of have a project running the whole time, and so you always have, like, a group and, like, your people in the class, if it's a good group. I feel like that can go both ways, where, like, mm-hmm. if you don't like them or they're boring or, or you guys just, like, don't vibe, then that's, like, eh. But if it's, like, good people, then it always kind of gives you that, like, group in, in that class, I also like it because nice. at least all of us, there's, like, four of us, and every single person is, like, a very different I know, major that's and what's interest, fun about and it. then it's, like, we're in a business class, and, like, one of the kids is 
in I've not, I don't know what his actual major is, but it's like gaming, game design, mm-hmm. and someone else is like CS, and someone, and so it's just like we're all trying to figure out a class that we don't know much about, and yeah. it's just like it's interesting for sure, and everyone gets to like bring their own, you know, experience to it. But ugh, why do we just get deep about group projects? <laughs> anyway, so well, honestly, okay, oh my God. school for me, I've been since we came back to school. I think the business classes and the things that I take, or I guess like most of my classes this year, are feeling very conceptual, where I feel like I've always kind of had at least one class that's felt more analytical and numbers-based and stuff. And now that I've actually been like diving into projects, there actually are some where I feel like I'm like doing more of that. But for the first like month of school, I didn't really have like a quiz. Everything was super like project based and like check in based and things like that. And I was kind of getting like You're school- alone on that one. I was kind of getting like school imposter syndrome because I was like, I feel like I'm learning. I feel like I'm doing a lot of work, but like it, it was just a little bit like felt unusual or felt like I was like underusing that like analytical part of my brain. But then this week for like a consulting class that I'm in, we had to kind of like dive into like financial statements and, and do God, that. And like, no, I'm like, I'm not even kidding. Who don't like they're listening to this who are not into business. Don't like, tap out. We're not. Do not skip. Do not we, have good, we, we have, have really, valuable information for you. But like I, I like did this part of a group project that really made me look at numbers and like make some graphs and do that. And I just like, it made me feel like I was really using some skills that i hadn't used and so that was like wait i have more highs a good week point too. no me too i just have a bunch of like moments that this is what happens good. i feel like every week we don't have a guest episode i'm like what did i do this week i know but then when when we have a guest episode and we like skip a just the two of us talking episode i'm like oh my so i have so much, like honestly the world changed in yeah. the past two weeks so number one the second high i feel like this may be for both of us sushi night last night <laughs> we got um, all you can eat sushi with our friends, and it's always this group of people is just like, not one serious thing comes out of anyone's mouths. It's like the few boys that we went to Costa Rica with back in July. If you guys have been listening around, first of all, returning characters. Right. Imagine we have returning characters in our lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, love them, and I don't know that was fun. Love sushi. It was super fun. Stand like. Because the thing about sushi sushi. is I love it, but I need a lot to fill me up. And, like, you just can't even really do that with, like, takeout sushi or grocery store sushi. You can't. I I was pretty full. I was pretty full, like, when I was going to bed. But so much sushi. Like, so many rolls, so much sashimi. All of it. We really. (laughs) One of our friends. (laughs) The whole night was calling it sushimi. Like, S-U-S-H-I-M-I. Which makes sense. It's sushi. You would think sushimi if you don't know it's sushimi. But it took us until, like the end of the night to, to hear to realize what he was saying yeah sushi me like, like <laughs> around around sushi you yeah it was great so i've always wanted to do like we did all you can eat sushi like a couple times in singapore but it wasn't like this like this was much better and i've always wanted to go to this place so that was nice it was fun and then oh my god so many um people this week have reached out saying or not reached out like friends that we know have been like oh my god my friend was listening to your podcast and I didn't mm. realize so my friend from home the other day texted me he's like I was in the gym and I asked my friend what she was listening to and it was literally your podcast it's like that's so fun love to hear it and then I'm in a group project another group project um and we're the class was on zoom and he like texted me on the side and he was like we we're talking about the project and he goes oh by the way my friend posted that she was like listening to your podcast the other day and he was like I, she's in my class and this is my like first year writing class where like, no one knows anyone and mm. I'm just like the, I don't know if anyone knows that I'm like not a freshman in that class but I was like that is that's so I fun I, and I just love hearing it's hearing interesting I had one this week too and I feel like it like really comes in waves like I'll go weeks without hearing it and then I'll have a day where like three people talk to me and it's yeah. very, I, I, like, appreciate it so much. It's very, oh God, I love like... It. But also someone, or I don't know if I said this on the podcast, kinda. but the other day, picture it, I'm leaving, it was after, like, a leg day plus cardio. I'm delirious. It's in the morning. I'm, like, violently sweaty. Apparently, I was walking down, I don't know, Main Street in our school. I probably looked the worst I've ever looked, like, probably head down, like, absolutely drained, no expression on my face. Um, don't even remember passing anyone on the street. But then someone DM'd me after and was like, oh, my God, I think I just saw you on the street and I was like no like I could have maybe smiled or something I know that's like the wrong time but it's uh, so kind though so so the point being like if you have any of those like connections or 
see us if you're in if you're, if you're in, in boston, boston too, like oh my god that please. is like the craziest thing also the more that. we know that people are in boston the more we can think about doing like doing a live things, event so we've always had that idea keep that in mind okay another like kind of high is that i had a a big interview for an internship today and it was something that was like f- felt like a big thing and definitely like low-key anxious in my life and so doing that and thinking i did a pretty good job i feel like happy with and I'm kind of like, even if I don't get it, I'm still happy that like I like got through that hard interview and I think I did well. So we'll see. That was like a little bit of a high for to have done that. I just keep coming up with them. I like know. who cured my brain today? Because the highs just keep on coming. Um, I'll save this one for the next episode because my high of the what? What is it? She just like mouthed some word at me and I like from <laughs> across the table and it, it did not Hit. even remotely look like any word that I know. <laughs> is it our trip? Is that what we would say for next week? No, I feel like that would be the, the two-week hat because we're like planning out our highs of the week. Yeah, okay. um, no, say I'm coming. Oh, okay. Say that. Um, my friend is coming for... She's going to be in Boston this weekend, and so we're going to do something tonight and tomorrow. We're going to try to go out tonight. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> guys, it's, it's... So, this is now we'll segue into my low. We'll get back to the merch high in a second. My low is that... It was a fun little cute thing that I was doing in the beginning of the semester, just not being social. Flash <laughs> forward to it's been two months. Mm. Haven't done a thing. Loki, like no, I, you've done I some. Have, you I have, have, you have, you have. I have, but like I haven't done any. I haven't like no functions have been attended. You know what I mean? And like I don't mind it. I don't mind it, but then it gets to a point where it's like, hmm. Well, it's okay because that can flow with different phases. So maybe you're just coming out of that right now where, like, you've you've had a lot of that time and you're ready to pull it in a little bit. But maybe not coming out of it, but maybe it's just shifting a little bit. Like what you talk about with a ratio of, like, balance. Like, it's not one or the other. It can just kind of pull into the... Right. You just pull it in a little more. And that's my, like, second... My, like, actual low of the week is that I have been nonstop, like non-stop non-stop it's like a 5 a.m to whenever i go to sleep at like 10 30 i'm like active mm-hmm. and doing things that's at least like a good sleep schedule if i were to be getting good sleep we're banning we've banned talking about sleep because every week for the past year <laughs> and two months that we something year and a month that we've been doing like this podcast <laughs> every single day it's oh it's my either God, a low I or a high badly. because i think it's like we get kind of, like, drained. So sleep is either, like, it feels really Ugh. good or really bad. Look, I'm on... I think I'm getting better at, like, falling asleep because I'm on my... Because I've established a nighttime <gasps> routine. Nope. It's it's really nice. Don't. Don't. What do you do? You, like, take one magnesium. <laughs> That's exactly what she does. <laughs> Not funny. So my... You guys know. Do you even my, wash like, your face? Do you do it up here? No. Okay. So pretty much our <laughs> apartment. There's three of us living here. Um... I live on the upstairs. It's it's, my- it's it's a duplex, but it's very small, so don't get it twisted. Oh, don't get it twisted. Don't it's about it twisted. the size of it's, whatever it's, your room, whatever room you're in right now. That is probably the size of the entire. It's apartment. just split up into two floors, and the staircase is so narrow it's, that people, people fall, fall down. down and we had people over for no, because the kitchen, is, the kitchen is up, the kitchen and living room are upstairs. So whenever people are here, like we're hanging out in the kitchen and living room, and when they leave, they have to descend the staircase and like leave out the front door, which is downstairs. Totally fine. Picture this. Picture this. You, we're all, we stay upstairs because it's like, there's no room to walk someone out. There's, if, God forbid, more than one person are standing by the front door, you would be crammed. Um, three boys walking out. <laughs> they just be sliding down the stairs. But, and I get it. Like, I fall down those stairs nightly. But, I mean, you get, we just be, we're sprinting up them at this point. Like, we're getting <laughs> yeah. really, really good at it. But, like, anyone new who comes over, you stand, you open, you walk straight in the door. It's just, you're met with the stairs, and it's just a daunting experience. It's, it's really a it's narrow, craziness. like, narrow staircase. Um, so, I was asking if you, like, do your skincare oh. and stuff up here in the kitchen no. sink. Because so I don't I'm often actually, see you in the bathroom No, because downstairs. here's what I do. Yeah, because I go down and I have to immediately come back up because nothing else is downstairs. Yeah. Um... So here's what I do is, first of all, I brush my teeth in the kitchen sink. It's upstairs. Like, I have a cabinet in the kitchen. That's where I brush my teeth. Don't, it's not funny. Why would I, you picture having to walk up and down that fucking mountain. And I lo- I'm a teeth brusher. Like, I brush my teeth a lot during the day. So, 
it's just it's something that needs to happen. But I do I obvi- I walk downstairs to wash my face because that's where like the face wash is. Uh-huh. Or I'm a fan of like I feel like it hits harder washing your face while you're showering. So like and obviously I don't shower just to wash my face. So like in the morning I don't wash my face before I go to the gym. I'll splash water on it. But I read like maybe a year ago. Do not quote me on this. I don't know if it's true. Definitely don't take skincare advice from me right now. But um, we're both going to dermatology appointments on Monday for the first time. So maybe So maybe later your skin will with, be better. I'll check in with you guys we'll check next in. week when we'll I know in. everything we'll about in. dermatology. But um I don't wash my face before I go to the gym. I just like splash with water. Um to kinda I don't know. I feel like it gets the like, wakes it up. It wakes it up a little bit. Gets but, the crust. But out. if you wash your face like clean the oils off of your face and then go to the gym to create more oils, I feel like it, it creates an imbalance. I read that once and I whatever gotcha. so then i go i'm a morning gym person so i work out come home shower wash my face in the shower mm. and then at night i'll wash my face downstairs come upstairs and then brush my teeth up, up here, here while i'm like i'm i'm like a nomadic teeth brusher like i am <laughs> oh, my room i didn't home. know you remember that i i, I can't I don't, do you stand at the sink and brush your teeth no i have to be like you gotta active. be walking i around. have to be because then you're just standing there like moving your arm for two minutes yeah, like I have you to gotta be pace around what i'm like one-handedly like folding my laundry while i'm brushing <laughs> my teeth they're like making my bed um and then i will take a magne- my magnesium and buy 10 and then i go to bed that's the craziest thing and then i wake up and do it all again in the morning but the thing there is i have for the like forever well, not Catherine's been able to always hold said i can't have a nighttime routine. routine like it's i wash my face i brush my teeth why do i do that because i've been doing that since birth like that's just what i do so now you just added the magnesium and that feels like a little addition to your routine it's crazy so was that a high that no it was a low oh it turned into a guys Wait, I just was it god stop. she's so positive today. i can't stop producing the highs of the week okay you go with your lows and then i'll say the last okay high. well my last high is that I do- You're still on highs? <laughs> You've been on them for 20 Yeah, minutes. but that's kind of my thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, my- I went to my friend's house for the Taylor Swift release. Side album note, release. did I tell you last night I was walking with our friends to um, sushi and something came up. They're like, oh, did you listen to Taylor Swift? And I was like, no, I haven't. They're like, the craziest thing, one of my friends in my classes had a whole party for it. And I was like, did it happen to have a cake with that said? And he was like, it's fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. And I said, was Who a cake was it? white and red? And then he was like, yes, no way. And I was like, was there also like this? And he goes, well, there was Jeopardy at the party. And I was like, that, <laughs> I know, like I was going to go like. Um, but basically it was, it was just really nice. Like we waited till midnight to listen to the album. And one really? of my, yeah. And then we listened through the whole album. It was 45 minutes long. And we listened to all the songs and we like pulled the lyrics up so that we could read the lyrics alongside of it and like kind of gave our initial opinions on them, which I've never done that for an album or like like music ever in my life. It was like a book club. And my friend put together a Jeopardy game before we like decorated t-shirts and had like, there were like cupcakes and cookies and wine. And we all like dressed up a little bit. I was very much on reputation theme. I had like tall black boots and a sparkly top and all that. And... I mean, that was, like, fun. It was definitely a high, and I think because it was, like, kind of a pulled-together group of people, like, somebody DM'd me and was like, oh, my God, your friend group, like, looks so fun. And I'm like, that... <laughs> what friend group? I don't, I don't have I don't, a friend I don't group. have a friend group, but that's what was so I nice. I have max, like, one friend if they're available <laughs> that day. Like... But what was really fun about this is, like, I had talked to, like, my friend about it the week before. I was like, oh, I want to, like, do something or, like, listen to the Taylor Swift album together or something. And she was like, oh, I kind of want to host a party. And then... Just thought of, like, everyone else, kind of, that each of us knew that mm-hmm. were fans or listeners. And so she had, like, a couple girls from her sorority, like, younger girls, and then a couple other friends, and then one of my friends, and then she had, like, an extended friend or something. So it was just kind of, like, a pull-together yeah. group that all kind of had, like, the common interests and ended up, like, having a really good time. And so that was fun, because I don't often experience, like, a group of new people or random people where I am, like, comfortable and not, like, a little, like, socially anxious or feel like I, like can't be myself or just like feel weird or judged or anything like that because that's just my like go-to in like big groups or new groups is like often I just feel like a little bit outsider-ish but well that's everyone fun. being an imposter and I think it's everyone of, yeah obviously like you see someone posting a group of people you're gonna be like oh that's your bestest friends right. group in the world right because I'm like but nobody like, knew when I was posting that that it like wasn't really a friend group but it, it was like a few of case, my friends but it's like and yeah. then kind of like a pulled together group. So I'm like, that's also a way that social media is so deceiving 
Because, like, you would see that and you'd be like, oh, like, that's such a, like, fun party. Like, she does this stuff all the time. Her friend group's so cute. And I'm like, no, that was honestly, like, kind of a rarity. But it was, like, that was, like, a high for me because it was I kind of a rarity. I personally didn't go because I was, like, had work to do yeah. at 10 p.m. on a Thursday mm-hmm. night. Yeah. Like, life is just yeah. life. And so that's going to round up my highs. Okay. So, f- oh, my God, we're not even on the lows yet? Okay, we're, we're going to, lows are going to be so quick. Just go. God forbid we actually have an actual episode this week. Well, we do, and it's good stuff, guys, so... <laughs> so just stick with us on this one. Sorry. Right low? Sorry, I oh, just put everyone I think, in like, my... I, I'm feeling kind of bad about my nutrition a little bit. Like, not feeling, like, badly about it, but I I didn't really grocery shop much this week, so I was really just pulling things together from, like, what was in my pantry or my fridge, and I was absolutely lacking on vegetables. I think the only vegetable I've had this week was, like, spinach on multiple occasions. Like, I would just, like, cook my down dinner? spinach. My dinner what was it like a meat plate <laughs> yeah like i just had like a lot of like i, had, I cooked just chicken just chicken oh god yeah. just chicken and carolyn goes don't do that to yourself and so i added a glass of greens <laughs> yeah just side. chicken and greens and it's because i couldn't it took two seconds to make the chicken no i wasn't waiting 20 minutes for rice yeah i know so so the, i guess that would be like my goal next week is just to to put a little more time into cooking and, like, make sure I have some vegetables in there because I'm feeling a little bit gross because of it. But times like that happen, and it's ultimately whatever. But I would like to have a vegetable other than spinach. All right, so to round out this 20-minute segment of the episode, the final high is that the merch that I've been working on, I checked the timestamp the other day, since July is almost finished. Which means it's almost Ready in your for hands, you. on your bodies, on your heads, huh? Yeah. And it's so, no basic shit, let me tell you. Oh, let me tell you. I, I put a little, like, pull-up on the Girls and Girls Pod Instagram, which, by the way, if you're not following, at Girls and Girls Pod, at EncounterKinney, at Kinney, it's also below, click over and go check it out. Um, I posted a little, like, question about the merch, and a couple people responded being like, it would be, like, what if you did a cartoon, what some cartoony thing? Everyone does that for merch. That's basic. That's boring and basic. And while I do like it on other people, it's definitely cute. It's not for me. We wanted to feel original and creative in what we were doing, and we also wanted to feel like it represented. You guys know us. The big. You guys know yourself. Like I, I can't put like a a, just a cartoon on a sweatshirt and call it a day. Like I need. I have so many more words to put on there. Yeah, I think you guys know that we're very big, like, like thought people like just by listening to our episodes and our conversations like we start talking and we talk for an hour about whatever it is and so many kind of like bigger things and mindsets and things like that and we have very big run-on thoughts going on all the time look i just be i just be thinking constantly yeah so it's kind of like that we um, really wanted to reflect that but it's also it's a topic that i know you guys are gonna like because i know you like it because we've talked about it in the past major hints We'll talk to you next episode. We should just start. We'll give you a little more, a little more yeah. each episode. There will also be a little thing below to sign up for a notification, probably text, maybe email, for when the pre-order or the merch actually comes out and to get updates along the way. So yeah. if you're interested, go throw your name, number, email, whatever yeah. it is in there, and you guys can stay yeah. up to date and be the first ones, perhaps mm-hmm. get a little... Because we know that even if you are following us on Instagram... Or There's on the like podcast, seventy thousand like, pieces of content. Like you're missing yeah, most you're, of it. you might miss it, and we don't want anyone who wants merch, who wants to be able to pre-order it, who wants like whatever special mm-hmm. pre-order discount or anything we do to miss that. So if it's you think also, you want merch, sorry to keep talking about this. put your name in. Um, it's not like it's not merchy merch. It's like apparently. And that's all I gotta say. So into the actual contents of the episode. Now that we've just talked <laughs> for a moment there. Stress. Stress. I'm stressed. You're Anxiety. Stressed. But also, I'm not. I was talking about this the other day. Um, my professor was like, who's burnt out? And no one in, no one in the class, so I like raised my hand. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, but I was like, then I was thinking about it. Like, I'm not actually burnt out. Like, because in the sense, I mean, maybe I've just been like hyper, hyper burnt out for a while or like um, in general before, but I'm not really stressed. I'm not really burnt out. I feel like I'm not to, I'm not detached from it because I'm no like I'm not detached um but I feel like I'm kind of separate from the 
you know, negative emotions of what I'm doing and I'm more just busy. And I feel like that's a good, a better place to be than to be like overwhelmingly, paralyzingly yeah, burnt absolutely. out and stressed. But, I, but that doesn't mean that I'm not subliminally stressed and that these things yeah. can't help. And I think these things I have been doing, and we'll talk about all of them, have actually been helping and have maybe gotten me to the point of not feeling the effects or like feeling the impacts of being stressed. Mm. I think... I mean, yeah, with any sort of busyness, and I think everyone's busy these days, and I think a huge part of that is, like, it's hard to shut off even when you're not doing anything, like, with social media and with, like, the internet and all of those things, and, like, I don't know. I just think I it's a very hard, I think it's a very hard time love... of life to, like, for anyone to actually turn off even when you don't have things this to do. This is such a side note. I obviously love social media and I love that it's a tool and it's helped me connect to all of you guys, other, you know, creators and people in this space, other friends that maybe I wouldn't have stayed in touch with. Mm -hmm. I like it on that kind of macro level, on the micro level, like social micro level of, oh my God, what did my friend eat for lunch today? Like what, ooh, they're hanging out with who? Like blah, blah. I like, that's just so, it takes up so much energy and I just like, you have to choose to not engage in yeah. that. And that's not like a, it's not a bad thing. Just like, and you can engage in it, obviously. Like, like Caroline ate sushi last night. I know that because she put it on her story. <laughs> but to be like hyper watching and it takes up so much energy and it causes so much stress and chaos in your life yeah. that I have kind of tapered down my, in the past, I don't know, like year, whatever. Um, I don't really look at that or actively seek to look at that anymore and i think that is a huge subliminal stressor that yeah. taking these tools if you find yourself like kind of overwhelmed with social media as a stressor or just like other people's lives maybe because mm. that, that's what it is it's you have access to other people's lives that you shouldn't then it branches out into um, comparison and fomo and yeah just it just puts so much more unnecessary information into your head and into your life and in and around you that you don't need um and it takes away from your life so i think putting your energy into these kind of de-stressing tips can maybe take away from the chaos of mm. you know the abundance of information and that goes that's beyond social media i think abundance of information is something that i think about a lot let's talk about airtime a better way to group chat Airtime allows you to connect with all of your friends using audio, video, and text. Yeah, it's super cool. You can talk, share, play, and hang out with your people wherever, whenever. On Airtime, you can build your group however you want with rooms, open rooms that anyone can join, social rooms that only friends can join, or invite-only rooms that are invite-only. It's just a great app for communicating with your people. My favorite feature is that you can get notified your way. Airtime's notifications are built around people and presence rather than likes or follows, so you're getting notified for the things that you're going to want to see, and you're not getting spammed. And, of course, you can always customize within the rooms. There are so many cool features, too, for chatting, video calls, and games that make connecting and hanging out with your friends so much fun. So check out Airtime through the link below to get it in your app store. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. 
If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. Um, yeah. Because there's just, within the whole world, there's so much information out there. Like, how do you... Mm-hmm. The world is so major and massive and yeah. complex and it's just like... You can never know everything. You can never do anything. And it's easy for so that to get overwhelming. So you just kind of got to, like, ignore that and do what you're yeah. going to do. Yeah. I think uh, social media is obviously a very huge stressor, but I, I, I think, think it's also just... the just, easiest, like, tangible example Yeah, but also, so I think everyone listening to this, I mean, our lives are so busy. Just as people are... Even if your lives aren't busy, your thoughts can be really busy. And you can still have a lot of pressures. Or maybe the stress is that you aren't busy. You know what I mean? Like, there's just always something at all times that can be causing stress and anxiety and for me it's always been like in waves like stress anxiety it all really ebbs and flows for me but it's always like consistently there in my life but it's just kind of up and down from when I feel it peaking and from when it feels very manageable and like not that big of a deal in my life and so I've tried to be a lot more aware of like when that happens and what that is and like the things that trigger it recently But also I think that in Catherine and I on this show, like we talk a lot more about those macro things, like the creating the lifestyle, the finding the overall balance, the having the healthy habits and things like that, that help you like long-term in the grand scheme of things. And when you have that, the micro things fall into place naturally and will become established naturally without you having to put excess effort. Yeah. But what I want to share today is more in the moment tools, because no matter how much you work on your balance, no matter how much you work on your self-care and your healthy habits, like, you're gonna have anxious moments, you're gonna have stressful times, and so it's just as important to be able to manage those in the moment, if not more important, because that's when you're actually feeling it, and so that's been a huge thing for me recently, because I think I have all the big things down for the most part. There's always room to improve, but it's like, I've been working out consistently for years. I'm pretty like self-accepting and content with myself and have a good relationship with myself I like to journal I like to read I eat well like I do these bigger overall things but I still get stress and anxiety in my life whether that's surrounding school surrounding building a career surrounding a social life surrounding just feeling overwhelmed or feeling like life is moving too fast or too slow there's just always something that can be triggering and so how do you manage those things in the moment and how do you help yourself in that moment that's important and that is what we want to share with you guys today the tips that we feel really help us and so the first thing that I have always felt is true because I can't say I've always done because so many things are easier said than done when you're in that moment and you're feeling anxious and you're kind of spiraling it's really hard to to like take the action and actually do something to fix that and so that's what we want to make all of these as simple quick and realistic as possible for you and so the first thing for me is making an immediate change to your environment I think often that's enough to at least snap you into reality a little bit or or like a change of environment can lead to like a change of your thoughts or putting things into perspective a little bit and so that can look like literally physically changing where you are where you're standing like go to a different room go outside 
go to a different building. Like if you're at school, like go somewhere to study or work if you've got to get out of your house or something. It could be cleaning up the space that you're in, making it decluttered, putting light music on, lighting a candle. Side note on that, I, for some reason, I study with like Machine Gun Kelly in the background. What? <laughs> I love it. And the other day I was sitting at I the can't. That table. doesn't work uh, it, with me. Oh my god. Because it, it's like, have you ever heard of brown, the concept of brown noise? Like it's like so loud that it, it's like, it's like white noise, but it's, it's brown noise. It almost like cancels out. I feel like that's what? the, con- that's kind of the concept that's happening there. Cause white noise, it's like, oh, you're adding something mm. to like cover. I don't, I'm making this up. You're adding something to cover than like noises or kind of like soothe other things. But brown noise, it almost like cancels out the noises. And I so almost it, wouldn't like, say that like this is a suggestion. Maybe like, try it, but for me, that would like peak my anxiety. No, because it's like calming almost. So, but the other day I had it on the like on the speakers, and my roommate came home and I was sitting at the kitchen table like studying. It was super loud, and I'm just content, <laughs> and I didn't even notice her come in. And she's like, "I don't. How are you doing that? Like, what are you doing?" And I just, it made me realize, and I, like, never don't have, like, Machine Gun Kelly play. <laughs> that's so interesting. Oh, I love it. Wow. Well, maybe that's something to try. Maybe that's yeah, the change so of environment sure, you need, throwing sure. some Machine Gun Kelly on. Or, like, on. workout remixes while my, like, I'll, like, play my spin playlist while yeah. I'm... Yeah. But anything immediate. It could be changing your outfit. It could be taking a shower. It could be washing your face. Like, something that changes the environment that you that you are in, whether that's, like, the... Indoors, outdoors, the room, the the you, the clothing you have on, the, you know, like some immediate change like that could very quickly like shift you into a more realistic place, I think, or, or shift your mind and like stop some anxious thoughts. The next one that I have kind of going into a more thought-based strategy or tool is reframing irrational thoughts. And I've never thought before that I was kind of like one to have irrational thoughts, but I think the more I've been trying to like monitor my own anxiety and look into it, it's like that kind of is what it is. A lot of the time you're just like your mind is racing. I've always said like my mind is racing. It's bouncing from one thing to another. But I think a lot of that is stemmed in like having irrational thoughts about how deep something is, how important something is. And so it's like I feel like almost guilty if I shake it from my mind like I always have to have these things on my mind because it's going to be detrimental if I don't and so I think trying to reframe irrational thoughts or at least put words to it because sometimes you could feel like your mind is racing and racing but you don't even know what you're thinking like you can't actually formulate that thought or put words to it and so I think as much as possible trying to think like why like what am I so anxious about with this situation like what do I think is going to happen if it goes this one way? What do I think is going to happen if it doesn't go that way? Like, why am I spiraling about this? Um, and so, Disclaimer, <laughs> we're not mental health professionals. No, but um, Nor is that, tools. like, a diagnosis yeah. of anything. So if you're thinking in that direction, like, that's not necessarily what we're saying. So take it with a grain of salt vibes. No, absolutely. This is literally just speaking from, like, casual personal experience, but... I think everything, so I like kind of have this chart in front of me. It's like an ABC thing. And I'm not sure what the, like if there's an overall name to this approach or strategy. Basically A as in the activating event. So something external happens to you, something internal, like maybe one thought or one something triggers this. And then B is your beliefs. Your beliefs are either going to be rational and functional or they're going to be irrational and dysfunctional. So how can you see this? It's irrational if your thoughts are feeling very draining, self-draining, self-downing. It feels like you have a really low frustration tolerance. Like it's making you frustrated and like spiral super easily. And if something feels like detrimental and like just it's been blown like way bigger than it is, then that's more of an irrational thought. Something rational is you know having a moderate frustration tolerance. Obviously something happened, it's like frustrating, but you're able to kind of manage that a little bit better having a more objective evaluation like not feeling 
so personal about it and kind of looking at the situation more objectively and then also being able to have self-acceptance around it so how do you reframe that irrational thought to something more rational I think first is like putting those words to it what am I actually spiraling about right now so say it was like that interview that I'm talking about I'm thinking like my brain is spiraling like if I do poorly if I don't get this job I will let myself down and then I'm never going to get a job that I like and then my next semester is going to be a waste of time and I'm going to feel like I settled and I will have a worse job on my resume and I'm not going to enjoy it and my whole career and like everything is over like it very quickly something can go from like oh I had this interview to like if I don't get this my entire life is going to be ruined because I'm going to have an awful spring semester if I don't have this job and I have to do something else and I'll disappoint myself and like my career is over like it you know how something so quickly can go that way so reframing that to like an objective evaluation of okay I have this interview I'm going to prepare and do the best that I can for it so that I know that if I don't get it I just wasn't ready for it or it wasn't a good fit. It doesn't really have anything to do with me because I showed up and I performed my best and I was prepared. Also a self-acceptance of like, no matter how this goes, I trust life and I trust the time and I trust myself and I will just have acceptance either way that like whatever happens is the way that it's supposed to go. And so trying to pinpoint what that thought is that you're having and then pull it back into a more rational way of thinking even if it's a fake it till you make it kind of thing even if you're saying those things but you still think it's the end of the world if this doesn't happen if I don't get chosen for this if this person doesn't like me even if it still feels like the end of the world make the narrative different start like saying those more rational thoughts even if you don't believe it and like make it a fake it till you make it thing because the more that you say something the more that you tell yourself you think something, the more you're eventually going to think it. And so if you can reframe that belief, then the C in the ABC is consequences. Either having adaptive or maladaptive consequences, which are like your emotions or your behaviors. So maladaptive is going to be that like crippling anxiety, like a freak out, uh, like feeling like debilitated, like you can't do anything else. And then adaptive is like, you're able to control those things, move on, be self-accepting, all of that. So that's kind of like a framework to think about if you feel like what you're experiencing is like your mind racing and running and maybe coming from more irrational thoughts. Even if you never thought it was irrational thoughts, I think everything can kind of be looked at that way. Right. This is actually, why is this like the vibe of our day? Because we're going to go to yoga. One of our friends has been going to this yoga studio so we're gonna go with her this morning and yoga uh when i told carolyn we're doing this she was like yoga is that's gonna be such a challenge for me i think i said that yoga is gonna like peak my anxiety because it's just like i've never been good at yoga because it's so i can't shut my brain off and like that's the point of yoga like that's why maybe you need to be going but it is gonna be a challenge and i feel like it's gonna be good and i feel like it's gonna it's good that we're talking about this, like, right before we're going because now I'm, like, already in that mindset and maybe it will help me actually, like, engage and benefit from the yoga. But I'm kind of excited for it in, like, a – I haven't been to yoga in so long. Right. Nor have I done, like my... – I feel like any mindset or, like, mindfulness practice that I've done, it was, like, journaling or – running or like the gym or like cleaning and it's always or like I have music on and it's always like chaotic and that is like again like with the kind of brown noise concept it's like chaos canceling out the chaos sure so it's it's calm but then when you do something actually very but this is actually like calm and I don't know how like my chaos is gonna take it yeah so, well, this, so this is a good example for like the ABC thing. So the activating event, you're going to yoga. The beliefs, you could very easily think like, oh, I've never really done yoga. It's going to make me stress. I'm going to be really bad at it. Like it's going to be like an awful experience and it's just going to like make me stress and stuff. Then the emotional and behavioral consequences of that is you're going to be stressed during it and you're not going to enjoy it. And it might like kind of ruin the experience. Um Whereas then the way that you're shifting to look at it now is a more self-accepting, like, oh, this, or like maybe a more objective, like, oh, this is something I'm doing and it's going to be different than the other things I'm doing, but that 
that's interesting. It could go really well for me. And then the self-acceptance of like, no matter how good or bad I feel at it, like I know it's one of my first times doing this and I know that it is like probably a good thing for me and I'm just going to be self-accepting either way. Yeah, no, we did. Sophomore year of high high school, school. we had a little hot yoga, hot Pilates phase. But even then, I know that I, like, didn't feel, like, very confident in it. And so then, the consequences, like, just by shifting your beliefs in that way, it'll calm you down to have more adaptive, positive, like, outcome in your actions. So that's, like, kind of an example you can look at with that. Another mindfulness technique that you can do in the moment is a five senses exercise. Or like a five, four, three, two, one, or something. I think there's different names that you can have for it. But basically, it's something to get you really present and like shift you back into the present moment and also get you kind of out of those thoughts in your head and more into like, okay, where you are right now. And again, presence. And so let me look at actually like what the like order of the senses are. Okay, so in any given moment where you're feeling like stressed and anxious take a break from those thoughts that are in your head and list five things that you can see four things that you can feel three things that you can hear two things you can smell and then this is one thing you feel positively for about yourself or like one thing you're grateful for so that's kind of the last thing you finish with that so you kind of get yourself present in your moment Five things you can see, four things you can feel, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and then one thing that you're grateful for in this moment. And that could literally take one minute or it could take five minutes or whatever, but I don't think it's going to take more than five minutes. And it's going to get you way more present. It's going to get you thinking way more reasonably and realistically. And it could really shift your mood as well. Like it could get you to kind of notice the things that are around you and see them from a different lens. I had somebody say that this is a really good thing to do with your pet like if you're like cuddling with your pet and you're around because it's like okay like five things you can see like you can like notice things about your dog that you didn't before or you can just like see things in your environment around you but like four things you can feel it's such a sensory thing like cuddling with your dog or your cat or whatever your pet is so like four things you can feel three Uh, things yeah stanley doesn't sit still no so you would you would just feel him squirming no he does sit still he would be yeah when there's a thunderstorm and he's but like imagine then you're like three things you can hear and you like hear their like little breath like isn't that so calming if you like can focus in on that and think of that and then two things you can smell like you know like your dog like they have a smell Sometimes Stanley's his breath shampoo. stinks, oh but my like God. his shampoo bitch, and his fur, what, like I love I his little. I don't know what my mom's feeding him. Yeah, his breath is but like he needs some is more not minty good. Bones. Yeah, he needs more minty bones. And he gets his teeth cleaned at the vet. Yeah, but the little smell of his fur. So if you do you have an animal is, around you, that's a really great thing to do with an animal. He goes to our neighbor's house and he gets like like salmon skin. Yeah, as treats. So do this four five four three two one thing like with a pet or just with yourself when you're in your environment it's a great thing to do outside because there's endless things to see and hear and smell so it's something you can do anywhere I used to do this like walking on the beach sometimes near our house because otherwise I feel like I would even be just going through the motions kind of in my thoughts spiraling even when I'm like walking on a beach so it's just something that shifts you to be much more present and gets you into that present moment Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. The next suggestion or tool or tip or whatever you want to call it is something that I actually saw recently, I think on a TikTok, maybe Instagram, something like that. But this is something that I saw recently and I think it makes a lot of sense and I think that is very, very simple. And that is when specifically when you're trying to go to sleep and like your thoughts are just racing or you're having a hard time going to sleep because that's just really common. I know we all experience that. I think often you try to just like shut all your shot. I think often you try to just like shut all of your thoughts out and try to get your brain to stop, but that's really hard. Like then your mind just keeps racing. And so I saw somebody say, try to think in that moment, just pick one thing you're grateful for and think about that. And that will help you not just try to like block out everything because in Catherine has made the reference before that when you try not to think about something, then you're just thinking about it more. So instead of just saying, 
I need to stop thinking about that and worrying about that. If you really just pick one thing you're grateful for and focus on that and let that consume your mind, then it will probably make you feel a lot lighter, a lot more free, and eventually like able to get your mind off of things and fall asleep or just chill out or whatever it is, whether you're going to sleep or not. So I think that is a really good technique to use as well anytime, but like specifically when you're going to sleep and you just need to shut your brain off instead of just saying like, no thoughts, I need to stop worrying. Just think of one thing you're grateful for, really focus on that so that it naturally kind of pushes the other things away. And then the last thing that I have is to try to literally visualize like bringing your mind back into your body or to try to feel very aware of your body because also all of this stress and anxiety sometimes it can manifest physically like I know for me I can feel it pretty physically like in my gut or it'll make me fidgety with my hands and things like that but it really is all stemming from your mind and the only way to control that is to like take the awareness back and kind of bring your mind back into your body because when we're having all these thoughts and stress and anxiety that we don't want to have it almost feels like it's separate from us and that it's outside and do you ever feel like you're maybe like looking in on your life or your situation that you're at I think you feel very separated from yourself and from your body and so to literally visualize bringing those thoughts back into you and to try to feel very aware of your body kind of like do like a little body scan of just like where is feeling tense where is feeling physical you know like as much as you can trying to bring your body and mind back together because I think when we are feeling stressed they get very separate that's funny because in the so, beginning of the episode yeah, you said we're about to do, do yoga because we, we took a break to yoga we took a break and we went to that yoga class and now we're back and now i'm like connect so, yeah, your mind to your body about, like mind body connection do a little body scan so, try to feel aware within the last hour that we haven't talked to you and so those are my five rounded up tips realistic ways to manage stress or anxiety mm-hmm. like in the moment and i think that they're all very reasonable very realistic you don't need to feel overwhelmed to do them all just think of this as like a toolbox of things that you can pick from based on the situation that you're in i know what you're thinking (laughs) Catherine. why didn't you why didn't you uh why are these caroline's tips and not yours that's actually because um i don't take my own advice and i didn't have much to add because my one tip that i would say is to just power through <laughs> and i just don't think that's helpful advice well, to anyone listening or me here's the because thing. what i do is i power through and it's maybe not powering through so much as not letting myself do anything else and mm-hmm. that is not the way yeah. we want to be and the thing is all of these things are so much easier said than done like i was talking about this the other day and i was like i know all of these It's a lot easier said than done, though. Like, even I'm giving these suggestions. These are just techniques that I know and tools that I know of of and are available. And it's it's easy to conceptualize. You know, I talk through these things and I'm like, yes, I understand how to to do that. I understand why it works. But it's very different being able to use that in the moment when your body is stressed and, like, buzzing and your brain is running 100 miles an hour. It's a lot harder to use it. So to know what all of these different things are and options are and to almost think of it as like a toolbox the more that you kind of like stack that toolbox up with things that you can pick from then when you're in that moment it's way more accessible to reach for those things and to be able to use these techniques so I am by no means perfect I'm talking about this because I need to have more strategies myself and because I need to think of these things a lot more myself and so hopefully one or all of those seem reasonable to you as things that you can do if you're feeling a little crazy in the moment and you need to rein it in a little bit and feel more present with yourself. So just a quick roundup. Make an immediate change to your environment. Reframe your irrational thoughts. Go through a five senses exercise. Think of one thing you're grateful for in order to naturally shut everything else up. And then visualize bringing your mind back into your body and doing kind of a a body scan and feeling more aware of yourself. Five tips. And 
with that, welcome to the double take. Haven't done one of these in a moment because it's been guest episodes, but I do love the double take. Because sometimes they're related to the episode, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're related to the podcast, sometimes they're not. So I have no idea what we're getting into at this point. I'm just going to scroll through these questions and land on one. First one, what helps you stay motivated to be healthy? I think that's just foundational. Like, you don't... Why do you want to be healthy? I think it's a simple answer. To feel good is probably the biggest foundational reason. And I think going maybe deeper into your reasoning for wanting to be healthy will help you. So if you're like, oh, I want to be healthy, maybe your reason is like, I want to look a certain way. Aesthetic, blah, blah, blah. Well, what, why do you want to do that? Get deeper, dig deeper, find like the root cause. and the Or why do you want to be healthy? I want to eat better. Why do you want to eat better? To make you feel better. Why do you want to run further? To make blah, blah, blah. Whatever you want, go down to the like very, very first layer of it. The root cause I think is going to help you stay consistent and it's going to be broad enough that you can maybe put it into everything you want to do. So my first reaction to that, how what helps you stay motivated to be healthy, my first reason is to make me feel good. So that goes into what I eat, how I sleep, who I surround myself with maybe, you know, the workouts I do, blah, blah, blah. All these little steps will help you bring everything else into your life to kind of connect to that. And then I feel like there's a little bit less pressure and a little bit more just like natural motivation with it when you know your your baseline reasoning and when it's a solid baseline reasoning. Next question is, this is loaded. How to live the best life possible. Number one, it doesn't exist. Number two, it already exists because you're living it. So. <laughs> figure that one out that's really think- interesting because i think it is a lot less about exactly what you have yeah. and a lot more about how it's present you vibe. can feel in a moment and how aligned you feel with yourself and your values right. in the life that you're living because if you take the approach like perfect life um which side note doesn't actually exist um it's you simply for everyone it's different have for yourself everything. like there are 10,000 different versions of the perfect life that would be suitable for you if you think about oh it's off in some distant future you are not even it tells yourself that you're not even close to living it and that it is not your life and that it is something completely separate and it's so far off and that's not where you are and what do I have to do to get there you will eternally eternally be x amount of distance far away from that goal if you put yourself X amount of distance away from that goal. The opposite of that is you are already living your best possible life, number one, with the resources that are available to you. With the right, environment best possible that you're in. in this moment. Find the, yeah, best, the best possible, possible in, this in this moment. And number and if it's not even like, oh, I'm sitting here right now, I know I can improve on X. I know I can drink more water. That's gonna tangible example right there. That's gonna help me live a better life. Well, does that mean because I'm, I guess, not drinking enough water in the moment, is that am I not living the best possible life right now? No, I am currently in this moment living the best possible life for myself, and I can make that even better. I have the ability to make my best life even better if I drink more water. Tangible, swap the water out for anything, and there you go. Yeah, but also think like nobody, 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 nobody ever has it all so if you're always thinking oh the best life i can live is this perfect life somebody who like absolutely has it all then you're never gonna get it and you're just wasting like the present moment that you have now because somebody who has a bunch of like money or has a bunch of fame like you don't know anything about the relationships in their life or their mental health or their physical health or just like how they feel in their life because it's not always what you have but how aligned you feel and how right it feels to you and I think that you can find a way to find that in anything even you can if find that now you can find it in the future you can find it even looking back yeah. in the past like you you yeah. can find that anywhere if you just do and you can of, have things that you visualize and want for yourself in mm-hmm. the future and that doesn't mean because what happens oh you've reached this best possible life then what you're gonna stop no you can always make it hyper, yeah quote-unquote better yeah or improve on it i don't think it's oh i don't think you know this reaching the best possible version or like morphing yourself into the best possible version of yourself i don't think that's like a different version i think it's just an evolution meaning you already are the best version of yourself and it's just evolving and growing Mm. as it 
should, as it does with the natural progression of life. Question number three. So off topic, but I absolutely idolize you and love your content, so keep slaying. I love the the word choice with that one. Absolute slay of a comment, and I love you, and thank you for writing that. Thank you guys for listening. Also, well, can't say it enough. I feel like we always go into The second something starts, we're, like, appreciative. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I literally would sign my life away to you. Um, and I would, so. (laughs) Um, what can I do when I'm feeling lonely or, like, there's nothing fun to do and I'm just alone? Well, number one, I'd like to just retweet that one. We've talked about it so much. Um, but I don't think it's, like, a... I don't think being lonely is, like, a sad thing. I mean, sure, it can, like, feel sad in moments, but overall, I don't think being lonely is necessarily a bad thing because you get to be good with yourself. I think some of the people maybe you look at that are seemingly never lonely, are they ever with themselves? Maybe not. So I think being lonely or, like you say, not having anything fun to do because I'm just alone, because you're alone doesn't mean you don't have anything fun to do, like... Do you want to try out a new restaurant? Go. No one's stopping you from doing that. Do you want to go try out a new coffee shop? Go to this new workout class. Go to, uh, like, go do things. You mm. can do things on your own, and that's not stopping you. And guess what? Maybe if you do things on your own, you'll meet like-minded people, and then you won't be as lonely anymore. Again, though, that's something that's so much easier to say oh, and to put in practice. And because But in Catherine's, I know that a lot, and we've had so on, many... On, like, so many phases and Loneliness it almost feels consistent like months and months yeah. and months ago yeah we we have always felt a little bit um isolated a little bit lonely like for all different reasons and all different but i think areas I, of life. I feel that way because i maybe compare myself to friends or other people that i see that are seemingly like i said never lonely but then if you look further they never get a chance to be with themselves like are they even like themselves are they their yeah. own person think like, that the relationships not. that you see with people around you they might not actually be great relationships right. a lot of people just fill space with other people and i don't think that being completely 100 percent independent and like lonely all the time is the answer at all because no, 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 i've no. also experienced that and it sucks like that's not enjoyable whatsoever but you're always going to have moments even when you have good people in your life that you feel lonely that you feel left out and so you also have to be able to find those good moments and relationship with yourself as well but it does suck like you don't want to feel totally alone but i think even when you have people you're still going to have those moments and so it's important to learn how to be more okay with it and it's not easy final question where is a good line between discipline and listening to your body i think understanding that those are of course they you know, maybe come from the same place of, like, how exhausted are you? How much, you know, energy do you have left in the tank, if you will? But understand that they're two very, very different things when it comes to it. So the two things, discipline, that's getting yourself to show up, to put in the work, to get the things done that you need and want to get done and doing it consistently, discipline. Listening to your body is, you know being conscious like Karen said a little yoga moment there being in mind tune body with connection, your body being yeah. in tune with your body I know for me if my alarm goes off in the morning and it is cold out and it's dark out and I'm like oh I'm so tired I don't want to go I think that's more mental and I'm gonna get up and go because I'm mm. gonna tell myself to move on discipline I this is when I go to the gym this is what I do I did it yesterday I'll do it tomorrow and I know when I get out of bed I'm gonna you know, have the energy. The second I, like, stand up, my energy's mm-hmm. gonna be there. So I, I stand up, and I go to the gym, and it's great. Other days, I wake up, and I'm like, my body is so sore. I'm exhausted. I don't have a lot of energy in the tank. Like, I could go to the gym, and if I do go to the gym, how is it gonna be? Is it gonna be me fighting with myself? Am I gonna feel like a marshmallow trying to lift a weight, and it doesn't move because I physically don't have the, like, energy there? And then I won't go to the gym. But that's two different things. Listening to your body, number one, is is it mental or is it physical? I think is maybe a a good line to start deciphering with that. But again, that's like, that's on you. Only you know how you feel. Only you know how, you know, you have act. Only you know what your situation is. But the line between discipline and listening to your body, I think once you get more in tune, start making those decisions. Because and what happens if you say, I'm 
gonna make myself go to the gym this morning. And then you get to the gym and you feel like a marshmallow because maybe um, you should have, you know, listened to your body in that sense and have not gone to the gym. Well, then you don't, you understand that and you would maybe adjust your workout, maybe you take it on a lighter walk, do what you can, or maybe you leave the gym. And then you're better equipped, you know maybe how to make that decision better the next time. Or you say, I'm super tired, I'm gonna skip the gym this morning. And two hours later, you get up for real and you're like, huh, you know what, I, sh I do have the energy. I did have the energy, like I, I could have gone. I should have gone. And the next morning, you're better equipped to make a decision. So I think that's a learned behavior, knowing your body specifically. And then I think the mental, physical differentiation, discipline tends to be a lot more mental. Mm. And listening to your body is, yes, mentally, you have to tune into your body, but like the information is coming from your physical body. So I think discipline is more mental listening to your body is more physical in that sense when you're making those decisions on using the example of like mm -hmm. whether to push yourself and go to the gym or yeah well or to I, listen have, to your body and I have a thought rest. that I don't think those two things almost have to be separated because I think that we're looking at like the concept of listening to your body as like a very like as if your body always wants rest, as if listening to your body means right. always yeah, doing yeah. nothing, whereas you should be listening to your body 100% of the time and understand right, that, like, your body wants movement. Your body needs movement. Your body needs to be challenged, needs to work hard, and Same your body way. also needs rest. So listening to your body doesn't just mean, like, oh, I'm going to listen to my body today and, and nap, mm -hmm. like, every day. It can be, oh, I'm going to listen to my body because it's like, craving a workout because I'm going to feel really great after that. Like, you can... Listen no, to your body before, all the time. I'm always hesitant to maybe like say things like that, and I answer that question, you know, with using that example because I assumed that's what the person is asking because that is kind of the typical with you know listening to your body. But I feel like sometimes I get frustrated with like listening to your body abundance, if that makes sense, because then that is like muddying the line between discipline and listening to your body. And I'm by no means like a mm, discipline, um, but like yeah, discipline. And it also goes for like, do I want to read a book or listen to music? Listen, right, like listen you're always to your body. being intuitive Wait, with your Because discipline, discipline-wise, on my, I'm like, every day, I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to listen to a podcast. I'm learning on that podcast. Like, you know what I mean? I'll listen to, like, that's education time. This is a hypothetical example. What if one day I go out and I'm like, I don't have the mental energy and mental capacity to listen to an, a podcast about, like, neuroscience right now, because that's a podcast I like to listen to. I'm going to listen to music instead. Perfectly fine. Serves the purpose does its job that was listening to my body over discipline so it doesn't always have to be like physical gym don't go to the gym examples you can of course adapt it to anything same thing with oh my god lunches this is such a fun this is a good example lunch every day for lunch i'm gonna eat a salad with chicken or like some meat on it example you don't need to follow this but one day i wake up for lunch and i'm like i really want not eggs for lunch like, I don't, because lunch is my, like, lunchtime food. But, like, my body wants eggs. Blah, blah, You can listen to your body in that. Vibes. Oh, that was the last question that we're going to answer. Also, there are more questions. I'm going to answer them on my Instagram story, because that's where I'm pulling them from. I ask questions um, and answer them on my story every weekend. So that's where I pulled these ones from. If you want to submit other questions for future double takes at Girls with Goals Pod on Instagram, message us. Message us with anything. We love hearing from you guys. Or, of course... You can put, like, weekly questions in or DM me different questions, um, as well as just following us at Catherine Kinnean, at Caroline Kinnean on all platforms. That'll all be linked below. And once again, thank you for listening. We love talking to you guys every week, and we love that you guys stick it out with us every week. And hope you guys enjoyed and maybe feel a little bit less stressed after this one. We'll see you on Monday. Bye.